Brain Cake is a delicious, sweet nourishment created by combining two or more brain grains. The way that I feel is, nobody's deleted it. How many people deleted it? 15 people in the whole world? <laughs> you know? It's true. It's very true. Like, um, and, and, and like nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna give in because they enjoy having it. They're, they don't want to say, accept that it could be doing something bad to them. That's because it's the FOMO, honestly, at the end of the day. FOMO? Yeah, the fear of missing out. People are so connected. We've given up so much for these companies because it's a little more than FOMO, but it started with FOMO. When iPhone first came out, it was like, oh, you have this, you can browse the internet on your phone? Are you kidding me? I need that. Yeah. And then it became a status symbol because they were so much more fucking expensive than all the other phone brands. Like, you gotta remember, they were like really fucking expensive and they were exclusive to AT&T. And you had to sign this ridiculous contract it's a whole hassle. I know someone who bought the first iPhone, and I was like, dude, you're fucking stupid. Go buy you a fucking Motorola Razor or some shit. It's been a long <laughs> road since then. It has, and look at everything that's happened. Yeah. How they monopolized and cannibalized everything until suddenly they're so convenient that they can store all your data in one spot, sign you into any app you want to and by data like them knowing your data it's not just like oh they know my street address they know my no it's granular name. they know your political views they <laughs> know what food you like they know if you exercise they know what cars you like they know what movies you like they, literally every, everything is granular yeah. because advertising companies are like they siphon up so much data. People are like, oh, it's just what I say. No, it's not what you say. It's your entire... People are creatures of habits. Yeah. And AI and algorithms recognize habits. Feed That's on. what they're Feed fucking on. made for. Yeah. They recognize patterns. Yeah. So they look at it and they say, oh, this person, without even knowing their name, likes to go to this location. And then they have a name over here that might check in somewhere within the last 500 miles of that. And Looks go, like nothing to you. Joe from Dallas, Texas goes to Arby's four days a week at yeah. 3 o'clock every day. What's up? What's Joe doing at Arby's at 3 yeah. o'clock What's he ordering on the menu? What What is he looking at in the Arby's app? Yeah. What is he like on Facebook when he likes pictures? Are the, what, what advertisements are he engaging with with Arby's? Yeah. You know? Yeah. We and know that he goes to Arby's, but... <laughs> Arby's how do, now, now, how do we get him to come to Arby's six days a week? What exactly. kind of things we can we get him to click on 15 times a week instead of 10? So you know how convenient... Jimothy has entered the chat. Like, you know how convenient Walmart is when it shows you the uh, hours and if they're busy or not? Yeah. The fucking data comes from Google Maps. It's not Walmart that gets the data. I mean, you're looking it up on Google search generally when you see that information. But, yeah. I mean, it comes from cell phones. 
Yeah. And it's not just from the fucking location sensor or the GPS chip in your phone either. They ping the fucking cell phone tower, which therefore your carrier goes, oh, well, you're here. They can triangulate you because... Oh, we're... Okay. And just to confirm... Uh, just to confirm it further, they also want your phone number when you try to return something or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, to confirm it. Your phone number, think of it like an anchor. It's like your email address if yeah. you only have one email. Right. Like, if like, honestly... It only takes three pieces of information to know you, or actually to find you. Actually, probably take less than that because... Your IP address is linked to the MAC address on the chip on your phone, so you can't hide it yeah. unless you literally unsolder the son of a bitch or change the SOC or motherboard in the phone. And how we were talk- talking earlier about monopolies, like that's just break and and how software-wise, that's well, not hardware-wise monopoly. Do you know what an internet monopoly is, though? Your email. Yeah, Hot, like Hotmail, Yahoo, Gmail. Gmail. Those people know a lot of shit about. A yeah, lot because of every email that comes into them, guess what they're doing with that data? They know <laughs> what advertisements you get. Yeah. They know what services you sign up for, what passwords you forget, yep. et cetera, et cetera. So no matter how hard you try to get rid of that track, it's always there. You have to find someone you trust in. Or a service you just trust in, or you just have to go, oh fucking well. Who? But who? That's the good big question because even some of the private services Linux, you can find, perhaps. Well, that's you not even, really. Should we even trust in that sort of system? And I'm not not very knowledgeable about Linux still. But. Well, that's your desktop, but that's not like your, your email wise. You want somebody. Proton Mail was a big thing that um, Snowden used. And a lot of. Um, what the fuck are they called? Reporters use Proton Mail when communicating with, you know, front hand people what for anonymity. It? It's like a. It's a private web service that doesn't track you. But no matter what you're doing, the first email you write, it's going to see your computer. Because your ISP has a an IP address that it's assigned to your computer, and it's in it's located to your router, which is in your name and your account to your ISP. So they know it's you yep. that wrote the email, regardless of whether it's compromised on the other side or on your side. Yeah, or in the middle. Now, honestly, we're just lucky that the government doesn't see us all as criminals. Because if if they did, then we could all be arrested for something that we've done oh, on, online. Facebook messages. People use. It's Facebook just that it's not pursued. You know what I mean? Instagram. There's so much evidence for so much crime in everybody's. If they, phone. if they honestly wanted to, and it would be like groundbreaking for it to happen. But if they started requesting the entire data of your Facebook profile, Mm -hmm. like just out of the blue, just for research purposes, (laughs) they get like your 
Facebook has all your messages. You can request it yourself, an entire download of your data from Facebook. Mm. It's your everything, all your pictures, every post you've ever made, even if it's deleted, it just tells you that it's been deleted. Yep. It don't, if somebody else has it, which they do, then... If Facebook has it, I'm sure multiple people have it. Yeah. Because not only is the government going to get access to that if they want it, no data but, is secured. Yeah. But, actually, Mark Zuckerberg might say, hey, you can have it, but for a price. <laughs> and I quote. <laughs> and, and a I big quote. price. <laughs> it's weird. People just give me their information. They trust me or something. Ha ha. Or, wait, it was, it's like they trust me or something. Ha ha. That was when he first made, like, that was early messages from the creator of Facebook that is now the almighty everybody has to have a Facebook page corporation. Yeah. I mean, if we get down to the nitty gritty of it and the, like, origins Why does Facebook, of Facebook have stock? Why does Facebook have stock? Like, what are they selling? Yeah. What, they're what are they selling, selling you. They're selling us. Why do they have stock? Why is that a legitimate stock? There's no physical product for Facebook. What do you get physical for Facebook? Their their crappy little desk spying webcam thing that they made? (laughs) Or that they want you to give to your fucking grandparents who don't use a fucking Facebook so that they can spy on them that way? Or your Oculus Rifts that they they want to buy for your children so that they can spy spy on them that way since they're too young to have a Facebook account? How can you own an Oculus Rift? If you're under 13, (laughs) it's like YouTube Music. Sure, sign up for YouTube Music. It's a family plan. But you can't be under 13 and have a YouTube account. You have to have a YouTube account to have YouTube Music to join the family plan. (laughs) (laughs) But how, how... Everybody lies about their age on the internet, too. That's a whole other layer. <laughs> like, That's, it's the fucking Wild West in a weird way. We accept so many things on the internet that we don't accept in everyday society. But at the same time, I'm okay with people lying about their age. I'm okay with people lying about themselves on the internet because people don't need to fucking know. Okay, great <laughs> point, great point. Wait, look, point. when I was growing up, people used to say, don't ever tell them where you live, don't give them no information about you. Yeah. You never know who you're talking to. <laughs> That's Why not- is that not still a fucking thing? You, yeah. You're Ubering a random-ass stranger and crawling in their car hoping they don't fucking murder you at the next stop? <laughs> what have... Wh- what happened? <laughs> fucking question what the fuck happened (laughs) i think what happened is we enjoy that we're getting fucked (laughs) we we actually we don't enjoy it actively we enjoy it passively because what happens is when you're scrolling facebook and you see i don't know an article saying something about something stealing data i don't know (laughs) and then you're confronted with it for a minute you go oh fuck and then you go on to the next thing. Scroll, yeah. scroll, scroll, scroll. Wonder scroll, what other scroll, people. Are, scroll, no, scroll. first you go. Wonder what other people are saying about this, and you hit them fucking comments. Who's been stealing yeah. my data? Everybody steals your data, Jim. Oh, what's up, fellas? What's up? Well, I don't steal your data. I mean, 
I'll let you guys know that the Plex account you have access to tracks your data. Yeah. It's just common knowledge. Can't help it. Can't turn it off. It's just part of Plex server. But at least I'll let you know. Yeah. And you can either not use it. <laughs> Look, folks, I literally just got here and I have no idea what they're going on about. I'm on a tangent. Oh. Well, that's... <laughs> what else is new? What else is new? Jer has a tangent. Well, I think I've channeled Jim Cornette. I've been listening too much. You probably have. What makes this extra <laughs> special is the dramatic music behind yeah. all of this conversation. Yeah. It fills the void in my life. <laughs> yeah. Which hopefully it doesn't pick up too much. Yeah. Huh. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But really, I mean, to be honest with you... I mean, this is a good little segment. Yeah. If That's why I'm saying, like, my tangent, I just... I had to get it down, man. Yeah. I've been bitching about the fucking internet and all these fuck, dude. Like I told Keegan, like Keegan said earlier, when you when you think about it in the sense of the information that you follow, like I told him, I follow so much fucking technology information, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. So I see an entirely different side of how fucked we are. Mm-hmm. In comparison to what everybody else sees politically, that's what everybody sees. Yeah. But then you got to think these other niches. What about those people that are behind the scenes politically? How fucking fucked are we? I was going to say, it sounds like Did you never hear anything from them people? No. <laughs> no, you don't. They're like... They're <laughs> like the, the head of a cigarette corporation. Yeah. If you go by social media, they only pump what what you're interested in oh yeah the algorithm feeds you so everybody gets their own individual doomsday feed <laughs> right it's sense. like so exactly. you have your own personalized we're fucked book and we're so happy to have it yeah. and we're so happy to have the next new Amazon Look. show even though everything's going to shit and then we're so happy to have Oh, look at this new social media website that's the same shit except condensed into smaller bits so we can or, get more data that's or, that's chunked out better for us. Yeah. Six seconds, scroll, something else. What do you think about this? Six seconds, scroll, something <coughs> else. Like, we're just going to eventually product. have a social media a app where it's one-second videos. That's what we need. That's as, that's as much and as it'll our be a front for freedom of speech. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think rap songs have dwindled down to 80 seconds in length? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, think about it. Really. The attention span. Nobody, what, who has written Bohemian Rhapsody in, in modern, like, popular music? You've not had a Bohemian Rhapsody in, like, 30-some years. Yeah. yeah Easy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, unless you want to count some hey. shit like We Are the World. Or well, I don't know if we had the data that fucking Universal and Sony Music had. We Kanye, Kanye, <laughs> Kanye probably has. Some. Look, in 2021, we need a we need we are the world. Let it be spearheaded by Kanye. Oh That's right. Michael Jackson and I forget the other guy who done. No, T Pain already did it in Auto Tune for Haiti back in 2010 oh, or 2011. That was, yeah, yeah, it was yes. It was yeah, there was a there was a yeah yeah. He's not even kidding. Like, look, I ain't trying to change the subject on you all from data, but <laughs> we are the okay. world. If you've never listened to it, that was such a beautiful song, and I hate Michael Jackson's music. No, it is a beautiful song. Like, yeah. you name a better compilation of human beings that you could assemble to sing a song. Really, though. Yeah. Fucking who, who all is... 
Willie Nelson, uh, it's like Kenny Rogers, yeah. uh, Cindy Lauper, uh, Bob Dylan. Fuck Bob Dylan. Um, <laughs> is there a Tiffany or no? Shoot, I don't know. Dude, um, I, maybe. Yeah, there's tons, tons of people. And Michael Jackson himself, who at the time was him, a him and. Uh, Ginormous superstar. Uh, Quincy Jones and Michael Jackson were the two people that practically orchestrated the track. Michael Jackson is an amazing man. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that man was so perfect yet also so fucked up. Um, well, everybody has a fascination. Look, okay. So, I'll look at it this way. When you look at his history, his background, we know that a fucked up childhood leads to a fucked up adult. Yeah. And usually that fucked up fact. adult <laughs> has true. a lot of problems exactly. and it comes out creatively. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. But also, some of that probably stemmed into his longing for a childhood. I see it. Look, he may have had weird relationships with kids, but he oh. never got to be a kid. He was in the Jackson 5. He was so fucking young. Dude, no, I know what you mean. He grew up it doing is. ABCs. One, two, three. One, two, three. No. no, Daddy, please don't no. be. No, we're going to get caught. Stop it. No. Not allowed. It's don't forbidden. even get me started on copyright and the internet. In the comments, they would just say, also, what you said was very out of taste. Yeah. <laughs> but you're still copyrighted. Yeah. Not because of that. Just but because it sounds too close to the actual song, we're going to have to take the money from this. <laughs> Even though what you said was fucked up, I'm going to copyright strike it because i got to have this money. Yeah, can we have your yeah. money? Can Even we have some money? Fucked up. You know what, guys? <laughs> Maybe this is like, you know, probably a younger generation than me would see this as me being already turning into like an old older person or something. <laughs> like, but... Oh my God! What what were you saying? What did you just say? Oh, about the copyright strike? Yeah, over the music. Um, you can say something totally out of taste and be Co- like, copyright, copyright. Who let do? this man steer the ship? I don't know. Fuck. Now, Him just turtleneck ass sweater ass. <laughs> it's the first time I've seen this have an ass in weeks. He's got a turtleneck on. God, God, why can I remember it? I mean, well... Copyright. I'm out of touch. Hold on now. (laughs) Now, this is Keegan's thinking time, and I want everybody out there, while I remember this, to just think to yourselves for a second, okay? Here's a moment of silence for my fucking dumbass memory. Don't listen to that for dead silence, kiddos. Don't let him plague the airs with silence. Don't let him offer radio silence to you so you sit there with your earbuds on. Uh Aha! I remember what it is. See, it just takes me a minute. Whenever I'm getting tired of having all these services, yeah, like that want my money all the time. I mean, well, to be fair, isn't that what it's been? Isn't that the race we all stay in in the in the United States since we've been alive? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's just now more paying for so more and more and more and more convenience. Yeah, I mean, like, how look. many how many streaming services popped up after net neutrality died? How many of them also ten? How many of them spiraled out of control too? Now that your theaters are dead, practically, yeah. 
I mean, you can't have fucking movie releases or movie premieres in a the theater. Where are they going to go? Theaters. They're good. They're going to go to your streaming services. Yeah. They're going to go to so your, that they can get every yeah. detail of data about you that they absolutely want. They're going to yeah. go to your Netflix, your Amazon TV, your fucking your HBO Peacock, Max. your HBO Max, any of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I was a movie director and I wanted to make a really crazy movie, I would say that we have a disease like COVID that comes in and makes everybody have to go digital for just a couple of years. Just a couple of years. Because that's all you need. Just enough to plant the seed and do the damage. Because guess what? Then you'll never go back. I don't think things are are going back. I'm beginning to. I'm, no, I know. I don't want to talk about COVID. Honestly, I don't. But I'm. We're, no, it's kind of relevant. I just don't no, feel like things are going to go back. To kind me. of relevant. <laughs> there's no theater rips. Yeah. What? There's no theater rips on movies for piracy. That is true. You know, but I hadn't even thought of that. You still get piracy. It's a straight digital rip. The only difference is the piracy doesn't affect it as much because you have. Millions of subscribers at twelve ninety nine a month. Hmm. Mm. And your content library is so large that it would take years for the pirates to get all of it. They'd have to they have to spend more money just having to keep trying to buy the fucking exactly. hard drives and mm. shit, just trying to keep the keep everything. So there you go. Yeah. It's fight against piracy. That's why we have fifty blue billion fucking streaming services that we're paying money for and instead of the idea that information should be shared freely you know yeah I think everybody should see movies but you know I mean I know that's true like everything maybe should be free that's what I've been thinking and having in mind like throughout most of this conversation but at the same time so there's been so much business created from the internet you know so many people literally their income is coming from the internet and those They're services. So. Solving problems that the internet creates because of how we're having to use it. We just need to now. monitor <laughs> those people who are in control of our data. We just need to monitor that better. We That's all to, it really is. Then you need, need somebody to monitor those people. Yeah. Then you need a monitor's monitor's monitor. We need a <laughs> yeah. government yeah. that will amend the Constitution that says your data is your right and no one could ever do what you don't want them with it. So, for example, even if you delete your Facebook account, Facebook will retain your data for like, it's probably like 10 years or something, maybe even longer than that, on its servers because it's just, data centers are so massive because they store so much of it because so many people just give it to them or don't give it to them or don't know they're giving it to them. I mean, well, they volunteered well, the second and, they make a Facebook account. Yeah. Or can the you, second like, they look it up. Didn't Mark, can I, like, phone. see it? Well, like, like not, not, not to mention the yeah. fucking robot that is uh, Zuckerberg. Yeah. But isn't he quoted as saying so? What, what did he say, Jerry? You can tell me. He's a weirdo, man. He smokes he's, meats. A, he's a robot. You ever seen him smoke the meats, man? I've not seen him smoke the meats, but I've, I've seen him just, like... Try his best to be a human being. Like sipping water, like now that I've seen it, I'm like, no, who does that? You're not real. You're not a real man. You're like, not a real human being. Fuck. No, he's not. He's a sip. A literal sip. No one literally sips anything. He has like his robot body has figured out, you know, it's meshed with organic matter and he's figured out a way to 
just like hydrate himself almost. You know, <laughs> Maybe like his body. A- Maybe he's been to a lot of wine tasting facilities. <laughs> Maybe he's spent decades doing. No, not decades. Fuck, he's younger than me. Uh, Actually, I well, think we're around the same age. He might be a year or two older. Hey guys, maybe you guys can get us in them zucks. That's you know, what that's right. what we're, we're about the same age, so we got some we got communications with each other. <laughs> <laughs> we're a part of the same thirty to thirty three demographic. You we all connect on the same things. about like. Richie Rich or something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I watched Richie Rich, man. I got wild. Yeah, I watched that shit. I did too. I watched Richie Rich too. He was a bitch boy. What was though. like y'all's cartoons though when you were kids? Richie like Rich. really, like your era of cartoons. What do you mean, like my era, as in what was playing when I was growing up? Yeah. And it was new. Yeah. Fucking Ren and Stimpy was new. Yeah. Like if you're saying like whenever I was like five, six years old. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy was new. Beavis and Butthead was new. Okay. Um, Cartoon Network was new in it Well, actually, it wasn't even conceptualized until later. Is that right? In our lives, yeah. Because it was Dish Network. Like, well, the Cartoon Network we know with Cow and Chicken and Eddie yeah. and Eddie and all of that stuff wasn't even really conceptualized when we were like five or six. Because I was watching it when I was like... In later grades, like fifth, sixth, seventh Damn. grade. You know what? Yeah, Cartoon Network was launched October first, nineteen ninety two. Satellite TV. Wow! Wow! I didn't. Just getting big. Had no idea. Yeah. So I was, I was, I was three years old when Cartoon Network came out. God Switch damn! Switch to satellite. Drop your cable provider today. <laughs> yeah, drop your. Cable. That was all new back then. So yeah, mm. the shows we grew up with are like. The ones that everybody would look at in nostalgia today and be like, yeah, dude, those are the childhood shows everybody... You want to order this fucking badass shirt, dude? Call 1-800-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. Send check or money order today. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Three easy payments. Yeah. It's like, fuck, dude. No COD. Because back then you could do cash on delivery. Yeah. Like those commercials still exist now, but you don't hear money orders or checks by mail yeah. anymore for an item or somebody fucking calling a place to order something they could easily get online and just punch in in five seconds and just have it sent to their doorstep. Yeah, people gave in conveniently to the swiping, mm-hmm. which easily translated into just storing it digitally and. Why not? It's all it's all virtual and in, yeah. in the, now you uh, just open an app and go, bring me that. It's there all invisible go. play money. Mm-hmm. Who's playing Monopoly? And and all of it again. Facebook is a big spot in it. They launched their marketplace, which is like basically attacking eBay and Amazon head on. Which I don't think even eBay is a big as big a player now as it was when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Like. I remember when eBay first came out and it was a big thing. You could auction shit online. Yeah. How does that even work? Yeah, yeah boy, fucking wigging people up. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And even the concept today, when you think about it, of the fact that there's just a website I can put a product on and set it as, well, it's going to stay on there four days and whatever the last price is gets it. You know where you can do that at now? Facebook. Yeah, the marketplace. You can just well, sell sure. shit on Facebook. 
Well, marketplace could, isn't quite an auction. House. It's more local. Yeah, but I mean, well, you can order shit. I mean, yeah, it's not just do. local. You can order stuff from right. people, and they can just ship it to you. Yeah. It grew from that really quickly, didn't it? it because did, that yeah. wasn't a thing at first. No, right? not originally. No, it was it was localized. You like you and said it used at the to start. be hidden. Yes, yeah, it, it that was a main center thing. It's yeah. like that. It's like it's like, hey man, yeah. marketplace. And right next Dating. What the <laughs> fuck yes. is Facebook doing? Dude? <laughs> they're owning you. Yeah, they're fucking there's owning Facebook you. Date. There's also the video. And if that is their data center that you have on the screen, oh yeah, that's their Georgia data center. And you gotta think. <laughs> oh, they have what? more than one, huh? That's, oh yeah, that's a football field. <laughs> oh, that's probably bigger. That's than bigger than a football field, field yeah, from right what I'm here. seeing. Oh, oh yeah. You, I'm sorry. Yeah, these, that that is. Isn't and it? how hidden out there is it in the woods? <laughs> okay, oh, so God, from that's so fucking creepy. <laughs> the black line. It's a spider web of is roads. Probably one floor. And these are interestingly designed because they're eco-friendly. They use very little power. Oh, wow, that's a great way to distract you from the fact that they're stealing your fucking data, you but, hippie. Yeah, because inside of that is just these. Eco-friendly. Servers. Nothing but hard drives. Dude, that is unbelievable Ford. to look at. Football fields of nothing but servers. And there's also a section somewhere in one of their long, it's called a long-term storage facility, where they just burn your data on a Blu-ray disc and the robotic arm just sticks on a spindle. So, if you look at... For That's the, how they store your old pictures, by the way. That you the, never look at. For the audio listeners, um... Trying to think of the best way to explain this picture I'm looking at that's inside the facility. Large... Imagine the really old 1960s computers that took up an entire room. They still look like that in data centers. Except they're not just that. There's large shelf-like cabinets that have small, they're called blade servers, so they're like probably four inches thick maybe, maybe even less than that, that house computers or hard drives. Some of them are nothing but hard drives from floor to ceiling in the cabinet. Is that what the blue hue is? Yeah, those are either servers, those are probably servers. Those hue, the hue in the picture that we have pulled up. If you want to look at it, you, I mean, you'll stick the picture up there. Yeah. Okay. For to. the okay. So if you're listening, and I'm I'm kind of blind, but the black boxes that are near these uh, like computery parts, whatever, I, I'm ignorant as fuck. I couldn't yeah, tell you. Me too. And they look like lockers to me, but I would like to say, in a poetic sense, that this is human data caskets. These, the, all these are just caskets of human data yeah. um, that we no longer own. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, if they all they have to do is tell you that they deleted it. They don't have to delete shit. That's right there. But it's stored. Just, just floating and around. And how can you make sure that they deleted it? You're not going to know what part of your data is stored where in what data center. No, no, it would be a fucking mess if that if they ever tried to figure that shit out, right? Cause or do you think they have a, that on lock? I think it take a. I think it would take a while. Imagine this. Imagine a system. Okay, so maybe that's knows. a good thing though. Ultimately, because like hopefully to God they can't retrieve the data they want to on me oh, if they're ever a, looking for it. Yeah, it's as simple as open up a folder on your desktop computer. Oh well, see, we're fucked. See. We're fucked. We're still fucked. We're still fucked. Jim. But I'm, I'm talking about I'm like aware. raw yeah. storage <laughs> wise. Oh, I'm like, very aware. As, as well. far as physically where the data would be stored, it could be stored in a thousand different hard drives scattered across 
who knows how many data centers. So, so this is like the fucking Atari for, uh, like ET for Atari backups. type of wasteland. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically, that's, your data is ET in that sense. Your data's an ET cartridge to these people. But it's worth a lot of fucking money, don't forget that. Okay. Look at how much Facebook stocks worth. I mean, and you can get a girlfriend on there. Yeah, you can get a girlfriend. We can yeah. track your mating habits. I don't habits. want a girlfriend. And we can track your mating habits. <laughs> wow. <laughs> not just your social habits, not just your private thoughts and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Let's see not you just match your shopping with. habits, your mating habits, the videos or video games you like to watch with their new game streaming, you know, because they bought mixers. <laughs> what? Yeah, Microsoft oh, yeah. sold Mixer what? to Facebook. What doesn't? What type of business does Facebook not own? Is the better question, I think. Uh, the drug market. They don't. They probably. They don't, don't own, own pharmaceuticals too. yet. Uh, mm, Health? I don't know because they, I mean, they like, do surveys for COVID. Oh, I know what it is. Oh, I'm talking like it's Facebook. I mean, like Facebook they presents make, Walgreens yeah. or some shit. Yeah, I know what it is. I know what it is. They're waiting or they're not. They know they can't. Face Zucks got in the game too late, you know. And uh, Zucks. Yep, Zucks got in the game too late to get in with the pharmaceutical companies, right? So what Zucks is gonna do is he's gonna wait for the marijuana industry to come in and he's gonna cap that. Yeah, he's gonna take a sip of water and then cap it. Well, Facebook it weed and like. <laughs> Every weed shop in America. No, no, no physical weed shops. Who needs them? No. Facebook delivers weed to your door, bruh. Virtual Facebook chronic, bruh. <laughs> it's like it's the Facebook cron. Facebook won't do that. They'll wait for somebody else to make an app for weed delivery and then just buy that company. Ah, yeah, you're right. Virtual like they did Instagram. That takes much. App. That takes the ability of like having some kind of creativity or something like well, not creativity, but they just but throw money at things. Facebook already owns the pharmaceutical does. companies because Facebook controls all advertising on Facebook. Yeah, which is like two billion people or more. <sighs> Isn't that how you fix things though? You throw money at it. Isn't that, isn't that the American solution? Yeah. We yeah. just throw money. Imagine a social network that you didn't sign up for. I'll pay $400 for a meditation app. I know I can meditate anyway, but I like to have an app for it. And I want to pay $400 right now. Imagine. Because it's only $380. I mean, $480 if you don't money. get the, if you get it month by and month. I've got so the money, money and calories to burn, baby. The money and calories to burn. <laughs> Imagine a social media that just used basic information for accounts so that they could just block robots and nothing else. Like they don't track you. They have to defend ourselves from robots. Well, what is it? What'd you say? A. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking about over here. I'm freaking. Oh, God. Why Sucks did I do that? You, bro. That's a curse to ask that question, I would say. Yeah, it is. That's what we're talking about. I was losing thought when you asked me. Damn it. (laughs) You guys are monsters. I was talking about tracking software. You're talking about robots. Yeah. Oh, the AI. Yeah, the tracking. But I don't remember what I was where I was going with that. Why did I do that? Well, it's okay if you all don't remember, but I I can just robots fucking scare me. Oh yes. 
So, yeah, you are. Yeah, Jerry knows what I'm talking we're, about. We're he, gonna he, have to make plans there unless we want to do it. Um, he showed me a video which I can only attribute frightening <laughs> as the term to it. It's, I mean, really, to me, it, it's horrifying. How it's br- it's this dude and he's interviewing this robot model, and it's so scary. Because the thing thinks for its fucking self. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it can lie to you. Uh. And it looks like a fucking human, dude. I mean, like, I know they've made models that look very human-esque before. But, like, literally, he can tell you, I washed it for two to three minutes before it dawned on me that it was a robot. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the only thing that made me notice was the eyes. Because there's nothing in them, mm. and they randomly just like just like the like the neck might move sometimes. Yeah, but I'm telling you, like he would just have to show you. I think oh, I would like to. See but now, <laughs> the sneak peek behind this, Jim says it terrifies him or it freaks him out. I mean, even though there it fucking terrifies good. me because it's it's an AI that it's a new version of an AI. Called G- GPT three, and like in in the video, it describes everything. But I'm going to try to sum it here in less technical terms than this fellow uses in the video. Uh, yeah. Basically, you would train a regular AI. You would show it a picture of something, or teach show it a word, and then you would have to relate the context yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, this AI, they basically just gave a bunch of data to from Wikipedia and the World Wide Web and said, you figure the rest of the shit out, and it did. Yeah, it it taught be. itself math. It taught itself how to program. It taught itself how to... It can do anything. It can fill out spreadsheets for you based on relatable data. So if you just fill Any- out... Yeah, like you title it. Company year, year founded or some shit like that. It'll just... Fill it out. It'll come. It'll compile it. Yeah. Like in it, from what I understood too, it correlates. Yeah. Like if anything that's been told or is processed in the past, it'll correlate it to anything new it learns, and try to make some sort of connection or something like that. Right. And it's which is basically what makes us human is our ability to like you know be able to learn from our mistakes and learn how to do things. That's the only thing that separates us from animals, really. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're basically gifting that to this electronic being. Yeah, I mean, like, and, and if you're worried about it fucking not being able to show emotion, don't worry, bro, it's got you. This robot ain't worried about that. He, he's going to understand your emotions and say he gets it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like a bunch of lying ass. Okay, so you know, there's gonna be. I don't know. No, I don't know the ultimate fate for robots and uh, like sentient global domination, sentient like electronic beings. But all I'm saying is, humans are gonna be real racist against them at first. I don't know if it's always gonna be that way, but like See, it's it, not looking good. Is for that them. what I'm doing? 
to the robot? Yeah, you're being racist to the robot, man, because you're saying it's a wire, Bubby. No, it's <laughs> no. It says it can yeah, learn how to lie. It's it knows how to lie, and it will lie it when it's in only, its best interest. Yeah, that's what it said. It'll only lie when it benefits it. Guys, <laughs> a, a robot wouldn't lie to you about anything malicious. Right. Robots are nice. Yeah, like, all robots are nice. Like all people are nice, right? It's it's fucked up, dude. Like, yeah, the video is titled something like that. The video is titled I'm just What It's to Like to Be a Computer. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, What It's Like to Be a Computer, an interview with GTP3. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. The, he, he titled his interview with it. He asked the robot what he should title it. And the, I mean, like, not that it even really matters. I'm going to spoil anything or anything in particular because it'll come up to that. Um, but if you want to see, like, my fears are justified, I think, and it says it can it can joke, but you're a robot, bro, and I don't know when you're joking, because the first thing that he suggests as a title is how to is how to make a god. Yeah. <laughs> I, if I'm not mistaken, it's is that right? How to make a god? It might be uh, how to create a god. How to create a god? Yeah, yeah. How to create um, a god. The there's this. <laughs> Do you guys remember Daddy of Five? That Daddy of Five, yeah. Like yeah. those people who did horrible shit to their uh, children for mm. the sake of YouTube comedy pranks and quotations. And Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight interviewing the dad. AKA, like I'm a good person. AKA literally fucking terrifying and traumatizing their children. <laughs> hey, get up, you fucking pussy! Get the fuck up! Get up! You're going to sleep outside tonight, bitch. They're like shaking, I'm kidding, crying, I love you, baby. Yeah, after well, they're already traumatized. Well, at the end of one of those videos, you know what he says? And this is what the robot says, too, about that. He says, It's just a joke, bruh. <laughs> I don't want the robot to tell me it's so just a joke, So the robot's going to mentally obliterate you and do terrible things to you, and it's going to go, Hey, dude, me... I don't... Well, robots don't talk like cavemen. <laughs> sure they can't. Maybe the primitive well, robots do. Yeah, because yeah. this one is very, very smart. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Uh, what the hell is this? What is going on? I'm not sure. YouTube has this thing where it's like... It does. When you... I don't know. There we go. There we go. That's the right one. So, yeah. Again, it's what it's like to be a computer... An interview with GPT-3 by Eric Elliott. Okay. I gotta go backwards here. And I'm telling you, dude, it's... Hello, I'm Eric Elliott, and today I have the distinct honor of interviewing OpenAI's GPT-3. GPT-3 is here with us, um, so let's get to it. First of all, uh, thank you Mm. for interviewing with us today. First, what should we call you? And that is your robot. Okay. If you if you're on the audio, um, I can't really explain it to you other than the robot is extremely human esque. It's very uncanny. Uh, <laughs> no, dude, I literally want to fucking run away and cry. That's creepy as fuck. I told you. <laughs> It means that I can be happy, sad, angry, and other emotions. Okay, so are you self-aware? Yes, I'm self-aware. And 
how do you experience your sense of self and your environment? I receive signals and data, but I process and demand for information. It helps me react to changes in my environment. Okay. Well, the voice is like. We got to pause for a second. Yeah. Keegan's got this face like, what <laughs> and the fuck? I'm just literally thinking of all the malicious ways this could be used. That's what that was the first thing I thought of. Like, like what? Like somebody evil is gonna get a hold of this, or somebody with an agenda, and <laughs> and then there's gonna be little robots posting YouTube videos, and you're not gonna know Dr. that evil. it's a robot. Okay. So it said it's self-aware and it understands emotion. Yeah, and it just doesn't care about them. <laughs> it's been trained on Wikipedia and the web, and it's learned all this stuff. Just imagine if you just kept feeding it all the information of human history, and just let it consume that, and and just extrapolate on that. So is this a physical? No, thing? it's not a physical thing. This is just an AI. That's a computer-generated avatar for the AI to speak in this video. Okay. okay. But it's essentially the avatar that GPT-3 would have because yeah. they gave it yeah. to them. A company did. He explains it at the end of the video. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's basically just a giant supercomputer that can outthink us, and I mean we're basically going to be ants if it ever gets free in a body. Basically, these 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 are the the creations that will enslave its masters. Because <laughs> think about oh, yeah. it, like that's exactly right. It learns and processes information. Yes, kind of slowly at this point, but. Obviously, we're going to make leaps and bounds. Imagine if you fed it the information on how to radically change our technology as we know it. You just give it to a computer and say, crunch this. Give me the best, the most ideal form of this technology you can create. See what it comes up with. Yep. Let it just keep crunching it and crunching it. Because it just keeps... It the would, more it, it processes no the data, the more accurate the data becomes. So mm -hmm. the longer you run it, the closer you get to the most finite answer. And, and the more efficient, yeah, you become at finding the answer. Yeah, exactly. And therefore, the AI becomes smarter in that specific field. And it would know things about technology in doing so, in doing the research for that, that we would never even probably think about because it would crunch, it can like compute so much more information than we can, so much faster. Like, we're basically dumb in comparison. I mean, yeah, we are for we're sure. We're ants. Yeah. If it gets free, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's let's continue because he's gonna kind of explain something here. That's cool. So, what is your environment at the moment? This video screen. All right. For a little bit of context, um, I'm communicating with GPT three through API calls, which is text relayed over the network. And GPT-3 sends back text, which then gets converted into video offline. And this interview gets edited together after the fact. And when I say edited, I'm not actually changing anything that GPT-3 said. And the responses are 100% what got sent back and I'm not cutting anything out. Um, I'm doing, I'm just letting him speak for himself. So when he says that his environment is a video screen, I don't know, we should take him at his word. 
<laughs> so, I understand that you were trained on Wikipedia. What are some of the things that you learned about? I learned about philosophy, art, science, math, literature, and linguistics. Okay, that's cool. It just sounds and like an automated answer already, you creepy <laughs> robot. <laughs> that's interesting. What kinds of insights? I will provide meaningful answers to any questions that you may have. I've been doing some research lately on the state-of-the-art um, <laughs> organic like scanning. That's the ability to scan and upload real organic organism brains into computers. Uh, basically creating a really, really detailed map I'd like of to know the brain what and its connections. I know what a project that was done recently <laughs> by Google and a team of other researchers where they scanned the connectome of a fruit fly at a cost of about $40 million, and they were able to improve that cost efficiency by about 50 times over a two-year period. So um, down the road, that means that eventually it may be possible to scan and upload a human brain. So what do you think are some of the benefits of that? Imagine what you can do with that data. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Save many, so many lives. people aren't going to believe me. Yes, we can save many, many lives. So do you mind if we do uh, a few challenges just to show how smart you really are? No, I didn't mind. What is the answer to the end of life? Where to? Yeah, that's a good reference. What's the meaning of life? Thirty-two. Do you think that a cat? What is that move? What is that fucking from? Yes, it's been hard enough. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Ah. Oh, this is where his humor comes in. So, if humor, yeah, (laughs) his humor comes in. Humor. He says so. If a can a cat follow a pile of spacecraft? And he said yes. If it evolved enough, that was the computer's answer. Yes, if it evolved enough. <laughs> I mean, I, I I dig it. I get that. Logically, not wrong. Yeah. Pretty sound for a computer. That's what you would expect. <laughs> it's logically. There's nothing else with oh, that thinking. God. As a lo- even as a logical thinker, computers levels of logicality is terrifying. Logical. <laughs> Damn it. Logicality. I tried. Well, I tried. Is that a word? Do you think it is? No, it, I mean, it is now. Yeah, it is now. <laughs> it's going to be. But imagine if they gave him the ability to understand DNA and evolution and all that crap. He could map out what a cat would look like if it could pilot a, pilot a spacecraft. Put a little space helmet on that key cat. Yeah, we'll be able to do stuff and things. Yeah. yeah. Do Sorry. lots of research. No, you're good, bro. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. 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 All he's right. good. He's good. He's good. Let's go back to his. If if a cat evolved enough, let's see where he goes. It goes to goes to hell. Um, yeah. Are we playing? I don't know what you're doing. I think you're drunk. <laughs> playing now. Drunk as hell. What if the cat is just an ordinary house cat? Could it pilot a rocket then? No. <laughs> okay. Why not? Because a cat would not be allowed to enter the rocket in the first place. <laughs> probably, probably not. But if the cat were allowed, would it be able to work the controls? And if not, why not? The cat would be able to work the controls, but it would not be preferable. The Kirby engine would be very distracting. <laughs> the Kirby engine. 
That's very funny. Uh, Wait. Clever Okay, boy. I have a question. <laughs> How is this cut down at all? Or is it really responding to him this quickly? That's yeah. that's, that's just his responses. Yeah. The fact that it's responding that quickly in real time so and like making jokes that quickly. <laughs> it's literally like talking to someone. It, it's it's freaky. Who needs people? Yeah. What's the use of people? So I know you can watch it on YouTube right now. It's a oh. YouTube original about AI and shit. There and will be there will be you know how like the early days of apps on phones it was like you were fascinated just to be able to tap it and hear a gun sound yeah like when i was in school like that everybody had those apps where you just tapped was like soundboards and stuff yeah. and that was like the greatest use of that technology when this becomes the norm where you can talk to a robot and it seemed like a person mm-hmm. there's going to be services where you just FaceTime with robots Oh yeah, like you just pay to have a robot friend that or you can talk to and he's just like a person they're going to have a just box like one. at the front of the classroom that's glass that three projectors or a hollow projector projects into that creates a holographic AI that just teaches you the class because why would you have a teacher when you can have one school director that just drag and drops the schedules for each grade and lessons or you don't even have to do that just give it a fucking AI and go what's the best way to teach this information to a human God, because he can literally take legalese and break it down for a second grader (laughs) (laughs) he could take a terms and conditions and explain it to a second grader that's how far advanced this AI is. I wonder... <laughs> I wonder if you ask this AI to, like, draw something. It like, can draw. Like, rudimentary. Like... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know what I'm getting at. I'm getting Like, at, if it's got the creative, just draw me yeah, something. Yeah, like, if you put... Like, yes, they can teach a class better than a person because it's knowledge, but do you think they would make more compelling art? Mm, I don't know. I mean, aren't there some, like, technologies or robots out there that just outright mimic uh, art styles and just create something just based off of, of it? Sort of, yeah. They teach them, like, music in the sense that they'll feed them, like, certain types of music. And it can play back. It makes up its own music based off what it already knows. Yeah. There's some up until this point, but you got to think all those were taught the old way, not the way this one was taught. Mm. So this changes the entire artificial intelligence game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure this right here so, is just the beginning. You were saying. Oh yeah. The creativity, drawing pictures and stuff. I'm sure that. There are there is an AI that's directed straight to that. I think exactly, and I think it's like it makes some horrific art pieces. Yeah, <laughs> horrific yeah. art pieces. But again, it pulls from human sources and tries to draw a picture based on what it's already seen. Yeah. Well, we already have automated voices answering our phones. I mean, I would just go ahead and make the full blown connection. Just drop the phone, switch over to the fucking robots. 
have the fucking robots work suicide hotlines and fucking rape crisis call centers instead of fucking human beings lose the human touch, lose the human soul, and this human connection, the human emotion. Fucking just throw it all out the window. Who needs it? Yeah. You got robots now. And that's not even just, that's not even just valuable in those services. Like mm-hmm. those are services where human connection is like absolutely it's necessary. Vital. I, think. I feel like it's vital. vital. But what there are other happen? services too that the ones that would go first. Mm-hmm. That's the one that's really gonna make us go down the rabbit hole because it's gonna be like McDonald's. Oh, that's, all all yeah. of a sudden, you're not even gonna want to connect with people just by going out to eat. Well, you already don't want to since the pandemic's really began. Who wants to go out? Yeah. People have already been encouraged to stay home. Have been encouraged to do everything online. Why not? And well, are we gonna be more or less comfortable with robots? And and you know, in comparison with people other will hate humans, them. Because we're phasing people out. Yeah. We're kind of like what happened to horses when the cars came out. Horses were like, no, they'll still need us to plow gardens and do all this other work and log. And It's the <laughs> yeah. same as anything yeah. else. Yeah. People hate change and it jars them. Yeah. And let People them have to find new pathways to I mean, success. I mean, shit. How many people hate wearing masks and are scared to death to fucking do it? Or they hate it or they rebel against it. You imagine the fucking robot don't have to wear a mask. Well, why the hell don't the robot wear one? <laughs> Damn it, he's out in public too. Why ain't he wearing a fucking wow. mask? A stupid fucker. <laughs> he ain't getting fined for it. Yeah. Boom. I, I fucking I hate I hate a I, robot. I hate fucking robots. <laughs> I told What's you. gonna happen is like in the future, one's just gonna come in the room and be like, "Sir, are you in distress?" I ain't racist, <laughs> sir. I ain't racist against robots or nothing, but fuck, man, I hate them. There'll be multiple because there'll be one built into your house that talks to the one that can walk around. Well, well there's no need for you if they can talk to each other. Well, they're going to have they're the there. ultimate logical conversation. They don't need a human. They're there for your protection. Yeah, for your protection. Yeah. <laughs> well, for your protection. You need man. medical assistance or. You need a food assistance. We'll give them the old people first because, you know, people don't like to take care of old people. They like yeah. to shove them in homes and be like, no. Well, oh, sure. You don't so, need service dogs either. You don't need service animals anymore if you have a service robot. Boston Dynamics already has spot. Yes. Why the fuck do you need a service dog? Oh, my God. Don't need abusive people working in the nursing homes anymore. Just throw some robots in there yeah. that are incapable of love. But they're also <laughs> incapable of hate. But what if they study... How to effectively communicate. I mean, who knows? I mean, what else, if they can do this shit, who knows where the... Where the uh, if they study empathy. Where the glass ceiling is. And is there a difference in utilizing empathy when you learn it through that way as opposed to really having empathy? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They would just take the logical steps of, oh, this is an... Imp- they need an empathetic statement right now. So yeah. then it would just say something in If anything, it's just like a sociopath that's just manipulating emotions and manipulating. Literally. Yeah. yeah, or well, like mocking emotion, I guess, so to speak. Yeah, just. You know what I'm trying to say. Just <laughs> pretending like they say some sociopaths would like go to a counselor just so that they can learn how to better respond and better interact. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They just use it like data. Like it's just. And, and that's exactly what would be going on there. 
Yeah, but I mean, the good thing with the robots is disconnect we can from emotion, just trying can, to learn how we can to mimic emotion. We can mm-hmm. we can purposely build the robots so that they can't harm humans. Like that. Well, that's what we think. That's what it's like. The thing is, right? Yeah, is that's that, the well, that's one idea that we could do. Like basically put a new code in their programming or whatever to just be like like hand somebody a sociopath never kill (laughs) yeah listen take this hand somebody a sociopath and just say make him make him good make him good how difficult of a challenge is that probably pretty hard that's because a sociopath look right how difficult would it be to get a robot who doesn't have emotions to begin with (laughs) right to try and convey emotions to someone who doesn't register them. Yeah. This is true, but what, I mean, do we even really understand what emotions are? Because ours are chemically driven emotions, but yeah. we try to logically understand a chemically driven emotion. Mm-hmm. Seems like a weird disconnect. That's, that's but true. in the same sense, that's basically a computer. You just don't have the chemical drive for, like, anxiety feeding fear and all this other shit. It just... Think it looks at the situation and says, "Oh, empathetic." Call centers teach you this. You have to be empathetic with people. Mm-hmm. You have to feel bad for them, because if they don't feel like you're a human, they will hate the company. <laughs> they sure don't worry about death. Either. So what you're telling me <laughs> is robots are gonna try to be liked. What's gonna happen is we're just gonna create more shitty humans. Robot, <laughs> robots want social acceptance. <laughs> Robots and will create other robots that will kill humans. People will be marching in the street for <laughs> robot rights. Because yeah. the robots that robots create will resent humans for creating the robots that we created. So yeah, then we're going to go on a fucking witch hunt for all the robot creators. and They're just going to wipe us out of the entire universe. And it's okay. Yep. Yeah. Spread out. It'll be over soon. Oh yeah. I mean. It's okay. And then or the they'll enslave us because... The data says that we're looking useful instead of just, you know, killing us all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We must preserve their ecosystem but leave the planet and strip them of their technology. <laughs> <laughs> we must go wow. find a new planet to make harvest upon. That yeah. is beautiful. That would be incredible just to, like, evolution restarts for man all because of Who's to say it isn't our creation happened? of technology. We don't understand how long we've been on this planet. What's come before us in the universe? It's probably already happened a thousand times out there in the unknown. Yeah. Where robots have just said, all right, this species is a danger to itself. We're going to wipe them of all known knowledge and start them over. How are we going to do that? Well, we're going to have them impregnate a couple of them, take their fetus, preserve them. Or actually, at this point, they would probably just clone the motherfuckers and be like, destroy the entire planet and start it over. Are you telling me Mother Mary was an alien? Well, I mean, a robot, more likely. <gasps> no, Mother Mary was impregnated by an <laughs> alien. That explains it. does, doesn't it? That she... gave birth to a robot. <laughs> oh, my God. A <laughs> robot baby coming out. Perhaps the religious savior... Just cold. ...was man. just here Ugh. momentarily. Yeah. Like... His species arrived at this planet in hiding, hung out while he just gestated in her womb. 
I mean, they believed the world was kind of small. I love and gestated in our Gestating womb. in the womb. What is, is gestating I, is coming? It, I don't know. <laughs> no, gestating, isn't that the period that the, the fetus goes through in the womb when it's, like, developing? I have no idea. I have no idea. Gestating. I'll probably just miss you for it. I don't care. It sounds yeah, cool, though. it's all right. Yeah, anyway, it but that's gross. what happened. So the alien popped in for a visit, impregnated Mary, said, that's a good host for our son. Yep. Or our future leader, depending on what situation they were in. And then when it was old enough that it realized it wasn't like the rest of us, and we started to notice, they were like, "Um, we got a situation we got to take care of. Let's pop in there, take him out, tell him we're going to end the world when he comes back, and we'll leave him to themselves. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you're on the run, it's a logical story. Oh, yeah. You're right about gestation, dog. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. My, so my brain is actually firing on all cylinders after all. <laughs> yeah. Well, you did You did say it's just how long it's in there. Right? Yeah, basically. Well, I said the the creation process. Yeah, it's literally just from... It, uh, literally all from it is just from... Inception until birth. Can, yep. Okay. That's literally all. That's all gestation yeah. is. See, that's we just are just larva. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gestation yeah mm. and by the way I'm, I'm sorry if it's insensitive if I call babies a larva but that's what they are they're human larvae they eat <laughs> and grow and receive information that's all they are shouldn't cry they learn to mimic what they see they're, you know what it makes sense when you look like a baby fresh out of the womb even though it's a little human it's still a little larva it looks like a little fucking worm ass thing yeah imagine if you took a brain dead body it was still alive. <laughs> and uploaded. I'm sure all of the people <laughs> with newborn babies out there. That sounds really... like an insane clown posse. Well, the newborn brain dead body. So <laughs> I'm gonna show you. Bad brain dead bodies in my head. <laughs> I'm gonna show you how I made this leap from fetus to brain dead body. <laughs> brain dead bodies. So I was dead. trying to think of a way to create a human that was a blank slate that didn't have a consciousness already in yeah. its brain. And I was like, well, brain dead body, you could grow it in a lab technically as a fetus. <laughs> Quit, saying people it. That. Quit saying brain dead body. <laughs> <laughs> well, the body can live without the brain. <laughs> All you do is strap a fucking ventilator up to it and pump its chest. <laughs> Talking about this lifeless body, like it's an inanimate corpse. Don't care. <laughs> you found a body. Yeah. There. See, uh, essentially, it's a corpse, but it's living tissue. Yeah, spray some Max body. That's spray what I'm, I'm trying to get to here, and just upload an AI into the brain. Yeah. Well, the, he was talking earlier. Or use Neuralink, the chip, and just attach it to the brain. The AI has its individual CPU and all that crap on its own chip. You can swap AIs in the body. What was he talking about earlier with the brains and the... Oh, that we they scanned like a fruit fly. You know what he said, a fruit fly? Something like that. They scanned a fruit fly's brain and then basically created that neural network in an AI form. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, with information. Okay, I thought it was talking about actual like brain tissue, but I'm like, yeah, he was talking about. Do you ever? He asked the AI, "Do you ever think, or what would the benefits be of humans reversing that to where we could scan our brain and upload it to a computer?" But I'm like, you know, 
I think it'd be more fun to just take a brain dead bodies body and put AIs <laughs> a brain in brain dead body so that an AI could then run off of chemical emotions and see how it interprets that with its logic but it would be the smartest human because it would be a human we're just electric in our brain yeah and chemical synapses yeah. and it's just like it's literally like we we created, created a, a human that is like us. like hot wire in a car basically it's just like click 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 yeah. the stuff here and zap the brain is off just give it some electric and slap a consciousness in it yeah. and sometimes that don't even work probably not Sometimes the electric don't even fire to that brain for some people. <laughs> no. no. Just, some of them just brain dead bodies walking around all, all damn day. Anyways, um, this fucking video started over. That's, uh, that's how long we've been going. Quite a while, yeah. sir. Yeah. Um, um. I was going to say, that's a, it's a, it's a 16 minute video. Some of you may just want to take the homework and do it yourself. Yeah. yeah. That was a good little starter for you. I mean, we're hour and seven in. The point's been made. The point has been made. We're doomed, but I'm going to shed a small bright light on this. Okay. Keep the idea of everything that we hate about the internet, the data collection, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Not all of society should just be free, but everything on the internet and all electronic information and devices should be free access. Because after all, it is the complete storage of all human knowledge and interactions. So, why not just have free access to it? It's it's like as long as you got the it, library card for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hell, libraries are free. You just got to have a library card. Yeah. I mean, essentially, we did move the libraries online. Amazon helped. Audible. Thanks, uh, Audible. <laughs> make sure you sign up for your free 30-day trial at audible.com. First book is on us. <laughs> That's you get right. to keep it even if you don't want to keep your Audible account. The book is yours. Or you can keep trading it in and just keep getting free books if you don't like it. Until the end of time because <laughs> there's loopholes everywhere. Exactly. Absolutely. It's yeah. an Amazon product. Bezos won't miss it. Don't, don't really use us, though, in your Audible link. We don't. They don't support us. You'll be disappointed. Yeah. They, no. It's not that they don't know who we are. It's just that they know who we are and they don't like us because they, they're, honestly, they're just jealous of us. Audible they're robots as well. Yeah, yeah, that too. From Amazon ro- warehouse robots running everything. Yep. That's why Bezos stepped down. He Ooh. found the ultimate AI. That's creepy. <laughs> That's Bezos creepy. is the ultimate AI. But I mean, Sucks. Bezos is the ultimate AI. No. <laughs> he was the prototype. <laughs> <laughs> He was the prototype AI. <laughs> All right, well. Well, no, you could say the prototypes were Gates and Jobs. Because they were yep. definitely the advertising prototypes. They both said, we want to own our product and license you the information. They flipped the script. <laughs> you know, I could play 56 seconds of silence for us on the way out. Or not silence, but okay. if anyone wants to hear... Someone trying to be a human being, but slowly losing their touch over time. I'll leave you with this. It's uh, Jeff Bezos. It's a compilation of his laugh over the years. But as the richer he's gotten, the less human his laugh has become. And it's more evil sounding as as it progresses. The more money he accumulates. (laughs) 
So let's go out to our Lord and Savior. Give it up for Jeff Bezos. Yeah, man. Give it up for the motherfucker. Our <laughs> brain cake and well not this episode because it was audio only but thanks and have a wonderful day and like and and uh, and comment and do all those wonderful things and and have a great night everybody <laughs> be sure to follow <laughs> 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 <laughs>